Staten Island things started boiling over last night. Hold the law! Hold the law! A standoff anti-vaccine mandate protesters against sanitation department trucks. Showing this large group against the city's vaccine mandate, blocking garbage trucks from entering the hub. And if that wasn't working, lone protesters making sure they got the job done. You know what they did? They got me to be here instead of work, organizing every one of you. The timeline has ended, and we're here to tell you that Matt's Public House is officially open and we will not close. In New York's 11th Congressional District, Nicole Malitakis has a primary challenger, and he's joining us. John Matlin, thanks for joining us. This is the Patriot Panel. Welcome to Staten Island's very own Green Dragon Tavern, which is where the Sons of Liberty met up, the Sons and Daughters of Liberty here on Warrior Wednesdays. Now, the people that will be listening to this on all the podcast formats, if you were not following, please do so. It's available everywhere, and it will be out every Thursday. So, today's panel. Matrix Girl, all the way on the left. Hello, hello. Jeff Faff. Hello, good to be here. And Frank the Iron Man. Pleasure to be here. So, we're going to start with uh, something that everybody's been talking about lately. Uh, who's going to run for president of the United States of America? A lot of people have been talking about Ron DeSantis being this next coming of, of Republican glory. And I know somebody at this panel to my left was a very big Ron DeSantis guy at, coming in at some point in the past few weeks. Uh, we're we're going to get an update on Jeff Faff, the New York City political uh, mathematician genius. So... Recently, Ron DeSantis was here on Staten Island. He had a bunch of things to say. And by a bunch, I mean we were there, front row, center, and we witnessed uh, the turnout. The turnout had room for spillover, which in itself is maybe not a good sign, but that seems to be the going rate across the country. What do you know about that, Adrian? You said across the country. Yes, he's doing the Florida Blueprint Tour right now. Um, he's making a lot of stops. I believe the last one this week is the Iowa Fairgrounds. I could be mistaken about that, but I believe that's the last one this week. Um, yeah, I, I think that the event descriptions for his tour are indicative that he'll be announcing uh, running very soon. You don't go on tours across the nation for no reason. Uh, this is some from Staten Island. Let's see what we just pulled. This is randomly pulled up, so we'll hear this also out. with a company in Florida that some people may have heard about. Runs, runs some theme parks uh, about, about whether it's appropriate to be injecting matters of sexuality and gender theory into these elementary schools. I mean, this, this is not appropriate to ever tell a student that they were born in the wrong body or any of that. But I mean, they were really fighting hard uh, to get this in. Parents didn't want it. Uh, we stood up, we won that fight, and uh, as a result. So that was him talking about, again, uh, talking out against woke culture, which seems to be his, his target uh, audience is to bring up the woke cult, uh, culture and how he's taking on it. But right now, it seems at least out of CPAC, and Matrix Girl was at CPAC with me and witnessed the straw poll, 62 to 20 against DeSantis. It's pretty big numbers. Jeff, as a politician guy, as a political mind, what do you 
take of these numbers and his chances if he does, in fact, announce? Well, if Trump's only uh, attack on him is to call him stupid names, that 62% will go down to 50, then to 40, because DeSantis, I don't think, will take the bait. I think he'll say, yes, you're a great president, blah, 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 but... This, is, this isn't working. This doesn't help any American. And it's going to resonate with people. Frank, what's your take right now on an idea of DeSantis coming in? Good idea, bad idea? What, what, what's your take? Well, uh, I think it, it could lead to splitting the Republican uh, loyalty somewhat. Um, I think he's doing such a great job in Florida, but, you know, I don't know. I think he's doing a great job in Florida. Yeah. And I think, that, I think that 2028 is the smartest play for him. And the reason I say that is I, I've said it here a thousand times when I was running. Primaries are good. Primaries are actually something that should happen every time. Give people uh, an idea of what they can choose from. The bad part is, is exactly what Jeff brought up. The names start call, getting called. And then you have such a base... Uh, the ultra dark wing to the 18th extreme MAGA, is that what they're up to now? I haven't been following what their, their focus groups have been issuing. But they have such a strong following behind Trump that Trump g- helped DeSantis get into office. There is a commercial, and we've talked about this commercial on the way back from D.C., where DeSantis is running for governor and is reading to his newborn child and saying, can you say, like, make America great again? And he's all decked out in Trump gear. This is, this is something that will be used during the campaign, but when you come out and you go against the person that did have your back, that did help you get elected in the first place, people start going, you, you, where's, is there a loyalty? Are you just about yourself? And that tarnishes the character. So people ran twice. Joe Biden wait, wait, tra- tarnishes the character of Trump or DeSantis? DeSantis. To the uh, people, to, to the supporters. So for, uh, so, I don't know about that. So for me, I'm saying if you have a bunch of people that are very into Trump and you say, why is this guy not waiting till 2028 when we can say maybe have another 12 straight years of Republicans, strong Republicans? Why is he coming out now? And why is Jeb Bush endorsing him? It starts to tarnish the reputation. If he sat back and waited and helped Trump, you would have to th- you'd have to think that the people are going to have his back next time because Trump can't run again. After 2024, no matter what happens, even if he's like, I'm going to run, I lost, they stole it from me again, he is not running again after 2024. I wouldn't vote for him, and I'm a Trump guy. He can't run after 2024. His shelf life, he's expired, it's done, c'est la vie. So this is my take on it. Of course, everyone's going to have a different take on it, but I think he might damage himself. But you, Jeff, brought up a very good point. The name-calling starts. It's about how you do it. I'm an Aikido guy. Use the inertia. Just redirect the rage. So if, if Orange Man bad comes at you, say, I love Orange Man. Orange Man, great. I'm just giving a choice. And that is the way that Ron DeSantis can navigate this without totally destroying himself. And he might even possibly win, but he has to be smart. This is going to get nasty. Yeah, but I think Trump's attacks are going to come off disingenuous because what DeSantis has done in Florida. He's done everything. He understands the culture war better than Trump. Trump does not get it. DeSantis does. So if he starts attacking him as Ron 
uh, desanctimonious. It's, people, I'm not going to call the meatball pe- run. People are going to be like, so wait, you're calling the best Republican governor in the country names for what? And they're going to be like, what? And that and that people are sick of the orange man. They just are. And especially if if he goes at like the way he did in 2016, which was entertaining and worked great, like with Jeb Bush and stuff, that's Low not going to work on DeSantis because he's going to know how to play it. And I think Jeb Bush and all those people, all the establishment people, would back anyone that wasn't Trump. So it's it's just because uh, Bush is uh, back, backing DeSantis or thinks DeSantis should run doesn't mean anything. He didn't he didn't court Jeb Bush. Jeb Bush just said it in an interview. But why did DeSantis say he could be a Paul Ryan type of guy? Adrian, you seem like you're chomping at the bit over there. Well, I mean, there are several things. Did you see the entire list of all of the rhinos that are backing him? And I love DeSantis for 2028, but there's no way he's my choice for 2024. I'm Trump all day. Um, I feel that Trump made the right call, and I think that he is changing his strategy because he did not mention DeSantis at all during the hour and 45 minutes that he spoke at CPAC, which was the correct move. He didn't acknowledge him at all, didn't mention his name. Um, He made it all about what his goals are, his vision for the nation, and I think that was the right play, and I, I feel that he's probably getting advice um, to be taking that approach as opposed to attacking DeSantis. Um, This was actually, um, this year DeSantis didn't even show up for CPAC. That was probably the right strategy for DeSantis as well. Um, But I think it definitely bode well for Trump not acknowledging DeSantis at all in that hour and 45 minute speech. So very interesting. It seems the, the truth is down. He was talking about DeSanctus, as he calls him now. Uh, but it's, it's no longer seeming to come up on, on Truth Social. So, very interesting. He's doing his truthing and leaving uh, and deleting. But it's, it's going to... I don't think that Trump has that control. That's, I mean, everybody's got shortcomings. Trump's no, no better than anyone else when it comes to that. He's got a, a plethora of shortcomings. If I could coach him and he'd listen, I think anyone at this table can coach him and, and he'd listen. Not much. Not about policy. Coach him about how not to rub everybody so wrong, like that would support you type of coaching. But that's hard to do. Jeff, you look like you got, you got just, something. Just remember, Trump hired John Bolton. <laughs> yeah, who, who might be running for president. <laughs> he, he might, he's on the docket. Well, let's see what this truth that Trump put up uh, is about. Oh, wait. Hold that thought. And his, who is Trump's biggest supporter in the Senate? Lindsey Graham. That, should, that, 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 is that, true. that is what makes me so skeptical of a Trump run. It seems like Trump is trying to appease the establishment instead of fight the establishment. Which you do make a very good point. Every time I watch Hannity sit there and flirt with uh, Lindsey Graham... I just, I'm like, this is rhino convention, and they, you know, there's that Trump-esque uh, love triangle there, and 
it does make you question. So, you know, Ron has Jeb, low-energy Jeb, and Trump's got Lindsey Graham. And I do send pictures of Lindsey Graham, full disclosure. I send them to Jeff occasionally just to make him want to blow his fucking brains out. <laughs> By the way, we can curse on this program. And walk away with elections that they never should have won. They this cheat, is a truth and they from cheat today. like nobody's ever cheated before. Many states have banned ballot harvesting to keep our elections honest and fair. But in the states where ballot harvesting is still legal, we have no choice but to beat the Democrats at their own game. It's very simple. Either we start ballot harvesting, or you can say goodbye to our country. You can just wave goodbye, because Democrats would win every this single election. This is what he election. said at CPAC. We have to get smart. And that's why our campaign will fight back and start harvesting ballots in the states where the left has been cheating the system and hurting our country. Now, the but problem, our harvested ballots The problem with this is, like he's going to go out to say, is harvesting ballots alone going to be the answer? The Democrats have a lot of decades of training on this. Republicans are not the best ballot harvesting uh, group. So I find, I find this to be... Maybe too little, too late, but maybe it will help to some degree. I don't know what type of network that they're trying to build. But I guess 2024, we'll see. We'll see what happened with Maricopa County with the 20-inch with the image uh, on the 19-inch uh, ballot. That, the, these things are out there. I know Carrie Lake is still fighting, but getting to Carrie Lake, she won the straw poll as to be the next vice president. We're hearing things about her not being well-trained, no experience. She surely does check a box. She has a vagina. And that means something, it seems, in the workforce now more than anything. So I'm going to start with you. What do you think about Carrie Lake being VP? It's like you said, she checks that box and... Uh I think she's a strong personality. I think that she would she would run well with with uh, Trump. You know, well, leadership seems to be one of the biggest things that is needed right now. She definitely has all the signs yeah. of a leader. Matrix girl, what's your take? Well, Jeff I, stuffs French fries. <laughs> I think she's fantastic. It's a matter of is she going to draw additional votes that Trump would not otherwise have gotten. That is a good question. That is a good question. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that would um, get Trump any more votes because the same people that are ca big Carrie Lake fans are big Trump fans. So that I don't know who um, who he, he would pick for vice president on the ticket. Maybe maybe he would pick Nikki Haley. Maybe to get some neocons to. <sighs> Yeah, Candace, Candace Owens, Owens, that would be great, but he won't because he's not smart. <laughs> I, I think Jeff is back in team, uh, registered voter for Team DeSantis. Uh, no, DeSantis is too anti-war for me. Uh, but, too anti-war? I mean, too, too pro-war. You, you bite pro, your tongue, too Jeff. Pro war, too pro-war. Too <laughs> pro-war. Oh, man. So out of the other people running, I mean, do you think lines are going to form for, for Bolton and Pompeo? Is there going to be lines wrapped around the block? Because if DeSantis isn't selling at his small events, I don't see, I mean, if Pompeo came to Staten Island tomorrow, I wouldn't get out of bed. I, I wouldn't get out of bed. I'm telling you right now. Would you go, Adrian, through a Pompeo event? I mean, you would. if I was awake. If I was awake and it was nearby, why not? 
Isn't Pompeo a CIA guy? I mean, look, I'll, I'll go see anyone speak. Um, I like to hear what everyone has to say. Um, even if it's someone that I'm not going to be voting for, I, I still want to hear their views. What's the over-under I get shot if I, go to a, if I go to a Pompeo event and say, release the JFK files? Over-under. Because for some reason, it's 2023. I'm not a gambler, so... Uh... <laughs> yeah, he, he was the one who uh, told Tr- Trump was going to release the files, and he was the one that made Trump not do it. Even though you could blame him, but Trump had the ultimate authority, and he didn't. Just like with Assange, Snowden, he could have done it, but like with Assange, Mitch McConnell said, if you pardon Assange and Snowden... I will make sure they convict you in your second impeachment. You can never run again. Very interesting, right? Because Mitch McConnell, that earthworm, was out there going, what Tucker Carlson's done. That's what we had to deal with. We had to deal with Mitch McConnell, cocaine Mitch, doing his damn thing. And now the left is going, the right is starting to call Mitch McConnell a rhino. Starting? Start, yes, starting. starting. <laughs> I say, Earth, Earth to Matilde, that's been going on. And, and of course, I, it was two in the morning, and my eyes were like dry, and I'm like not really reading. I thought they said Kevin McCarthy, and I'm like, well, why'd you think it took so many votes? We've been calling that motherfucker a rhino, too, for a long time. That's why 20 people fought for freedom. We have the footage now. And, oh, my God, you would think, because now we're going to have to just deviate to J6, you would think that the world has ended... Mitch McConnell's out there, and he, the uniparty's on full display. The media's going crazy. The view is out there screaming, oh, what Tucker Carlson's doing. He's with his, with his, with his footage and the way he's framed. You can't frame footage. Oh, wait, yes, you can. J6, the whole entire committee, added sound effects to the stuff that didn't have sounds. All the world is a stage. Ready, set, action. Where's my three-letter agencies? Let it rip. And that is where we're at in this world. And all the seals line up, er, 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 clapping their hands and just dancing like little sheep to that fucking drum. It's maddening. Okay, there was a Ramusin. Rasmussen. Rasmussen. Did I get it right? I always Rasmussen poll that just came out. And 57% of Democrats, of Democrats, think there were federal agents involved in January 6th. Democrats. I don't I forgot the numbers with the other people, like but just that number stuck out at, at me. And Mitch McConnell uh that turkey neck son of a bitch. I'm a great Republican. But um yeah, what this what Mitch McConnell revealed is it's the Uniparty. They're all on the same team, they have the same interests. And, yeah. Yeah, so I saw footage right before I came here of what looks, and I mean, this is an audio, but so I'll, ju- I'll just go and explain it. it has, it's a man with all in black. He's got earpiece in. He's ripping part of the window down at the Capitol. And someone says, stop doing that. I'm here picking up garbage. What are you doing? Like, essentially like, calling him out. Another guy comes up, and that same guy that was like saying, Stop doing that, Turner goes, Do not go through that window. And the guy that had ripped the window out turns around, and pushes him, and goes, What did you do? and starts blaming it on him. 
This guy hasn't been located or arrested. He's wearing khakis. Like, it's straight up fed to the 10,000th degree. And everybody, again, knowing what we've watched, knowing the Twitter files, knowing what the government does to conduct their business and their propaganda, how does anybody even question it? If you can't release what happened with JFK still, and everyone now knows, it's just like it's out there, it's just you could say it, but you can't say it. Everybody knows. You have to be completely insane. Hiding evidence is becoming a normal thing in this society. They did it to Malcolm, the people that killed Malcolm X. Two people were in jail, and now they're suing the FBI, they're suing the NYPD. They, held, they withheld evidence. When your government does that, knowing they have evidence that can exonerate you, it's completely crazy. This is complete weaponization. We live in like an absolute act. It's a twilight zone. And more than ever, people are waking up, but you see the indoctrinated rejecting it harder than ever. It's the craziest thing. Anybody have any take on, on that, the whole entire thing with uh, the pushback with the media right now and, and J6? Well, I will say um, it seems a lot of people are waking up um, because especially after that uh, Russell Brand on Bill Maher clip that went viral. And, yeah, so people are waking up. It's just a, a, lot, of, a, a lot of the people waking up are now disillusioned with politics. They don't want to even participate. So how do, you get, it's, how do we get them to participate again? And one last thing about Mitch McConnell. He is the least popular politician right now he's less popular i think only 40 percent of republicans have a favorable view of him i think he's at an 81 85 disapproval because the democrat voters don't understand that republican voters hate the majority of republican politicians they they don't understand that because they assume they think like we, th they assume we think like they think, and so their mentality is, oh, well, I'm a Democrat and I like all Democrats, so that's how they must think, because they don't have a conversation with with people. They're ignorant. Ignorance is bliss. Well, I'm going to give you an example of ignorance and what the social media landscape is. There is prominent accounts out there with tens of thousands of followers. And a lot of them, you know, are, are, do have accusations that they're being paid by, by DNC operatives. Brooklyn Dad Defiant. That, that, there you go, that's one. And Joe from Jersey. That, that's the other. The, I mean, I've heard reports floating around uh, all over social media about that. But when you look at this, they're posting things along the lines, them, other operatives, or completely indoctrinated, regurgitating leftists are saying... Ashley Babbitt is equivalent to bin Laden. January 6th is equivalent to 9-11, which is equivalent to World War II and the Holocaust. The White House is out there saying that there hasn't been anything as disgraceful since the Civil War. Or Again, I must... And people, when I brought up the burning church during the BLM, what church was that? That was across by, by the White House? St. John's. St. John's. So... I get put. I said when they're trying to burn a church down, or burning a church down, they they're the clapback from the left is that I did not specify that the fire was able to be put out and the church was able to be saved. 
No, no. I was, I was out of line. So people are sitting there comparing me to Bin Laden, telling me I'm not a human because I was able to watch the J6 footage that was on Tucker. I was able to see that Sitnik was still alive after the timestamp. I was able to see the cops walking the, the QAnon shaman around. Praying with him? Adding him on social media? I didn't even know that one. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know that one. But I have the ability and the, co- the, the cognitive ability to break this down and critically think, was there violence on January 6th? Sure. Was the feds involved? Well, their own testimony in Congress was, we can't say how many informants. Did you participate in the damage? We can't say. The answer every fucking time is supposed to be no. This is a honeypot on the next level, and the Uniparty loved it. They did not want backup there. You could not put the military, you could not do the National Guard, because that is against the rules. We all know that from BLM. They said you can't issue that as the president. No matter what they did, they needed something to happen. They tried whatever the deal is with Ray Epps walking around and, and lying in his testimony. But all this is okay. You shouldn't see the footage. Everything's about just keeping the narrative intact. And to see the sheep do that and fight for that instead of saying, hey, I want to know everything. Sure, there was violence. And I told everybody online, I said, this is the most logical thing. Everything that happened on January 6th that was violent, I don't care if they were feds or not, they should be prosecuted evenly. And so should everyone that took part in BLM riots. Agree to that. And they can't. They go, oh, the church wasn't really burnt. I said, that's right. They set a peaceful fire next door and it caught fire to the church. Okay. And then they go, well, Trump was hiding in his bunker like a little fucking turtle. Um, So you want the sitting president of the United States of America not to go to the bunker, but you want all of the people in Congress to run out and go to the bunker when a bunch of people, some of them grandmothers with flags, showed up. We're talking like crazy. We're talking about complete crazy town. There's a separation of logic, and it's not just Trump derangement syndrome. It's just hyper-partisan, like traumatic indoctrination did you drop a chicken wing? Madonna mia. Party foul to the fullest. But it's like, how do, we recti- how do we rectify this? How do we right the ship when people are able to view the footage and actively reject it because they can't handle it? Adrian, tell me how we break the Matrix. You're the Matrix girl. I mean, I think it's insane um, how much of the media is just pretending that this didn't even happen. Like, oh, nothing was released. They're not acknowledging it. Uh, a lot of news shows haven't mentioned anything about it at all. I mean, um, it's kind of crazy because I feel like this is probably the biggest story out there right now because people have been waiting for this footage so long. 26 fucking months. Yep. yep. And it would have never come out unless the Republicans took that slim majority and unless 20 good Americans stood up and said, I'm going to go against this, this establishment system, threatened with everything from being thrown off committees. I would have a little bit more respect for George Santos had he actually joined the 20, not just bend the knee. But at this point, Frank, is there a way that we can fix this? Is there a way that we can help people understand we're not all enemies, throw the letters away, no one's being an extremist by saying we don't want to be communist. I feel like we're just not speaking the same language. I argued with somebody today, and the argument was, I am a socialist and a communist at the end. And I said, we're not speaking the same language. That's why we don't like each other. It's like, you want Soviet Union slash current China in our country, and it ain't fucking happening. It's very clear. We're not speaking the same language, and the people that are, are just 
modern day go with the flow leftists. I vote Democrat, always have, they say. They're not paying attention. They're saying, I hear on the news this side's extreme. They don't even understand that their kids are at drag queen shows or what they want to do. To, to, they're indoctrinating everybody as early as possible to control the young generation. That is what the socialist communist said. He goes, I feel bad for you because you've lost the next generation. He said, you've lost your country. You're a useful idiot. You're going to be eating worms, fucking roach patties, and you don't get it yet. And then when you're not useful, you're going to be killed in a gulag. They don't get it. Frank, how do we get everyone on the same page? Is there a way? Uh, unfortunately, I, I don't think we can really reach those people. The cognitive dissonance is too high. And you know, communists, we can't. That's the exact opposite of what this country is supposed to be. It's what it's become. Imagine these people yeah. in the 80s. What are they going to be outside of the miracle on ice holding uh, Soviet Union flag? I, I'm, I don't know. Like, you know, when you watch things like Stranger Things and you go back to that time and you see, like, like, how, like you know, how it was. Like, people were never like, oh, my God, Russia, yes. You go back to the 80s, Russia was the bad guy. Now, of course, they're the bad guy, in theory, for the money laundering operation in the Ukraine. But on theory, it was communism bad, freedom good. Now it's hide the information, destroy freedom of press, shut up, get in your box, and be a damn communist. It's never going to fucking happen. It's just never going to happen. Is there anyone at this table that would ever choose... Fucking kill me. There's no shit chance I'm ever going to be under a communist regime. Yeah, I think... Um, I don't think that's actually what the Democrats want. I think they talk... Uh, they use socialist lingo and get people like AOC and Bernie to get the revolutionary people to vote Democrat so they could enrich Wall Street. They could... Pick the winners and losers. They don't. They don't want that. They want just control. They want to be able to say, "Okay, I don't like you. You're not doing it right. I'm gonna take thirty uh, percent, another thirty percent from your bank account," or they they want they want to enrich they want to empower and enrich their donors. Without their donors, they are nothing. So that's the, that's who they serve. The real, there are, it's true, the, Demo, the only thing the Democrats are left on are on cultural issues, just because they're trying to play to the, the left. But if, if, the Demo, if Barack Obama even said it in, I think, 2013, he said if it was the 80s, he'd be a moderate Republican. His policies would be a moderate Republican, because in the 80s, the left was actually socialist. They, they, Democrats were actually socialists. They were about workers' rights. They were about unions. But now the Democrats unanimously, unanimously voted to end the railroad strike. That's true. So they're fascist in my mind. What a mess we find ourselves in. But speaking of messes, to bring this back full circle and end, we talked about the Republicans... We didn't talk about the Democrats and who they're going to be running for president. For the second time in 10 days, Joe Biden met his arch nemesis, the Air Force One staircase. He fell up the steps again. And I know, I know that everybody's been paying attention. It seems like his cognitive decline and physical decline just keeps picking up. Jill Biden 
had mentioned something, I believe, along the lines, and don't quote me on it, but that he shouldn't have to take a physical. Do you know about that? Uh, yes, that they shouldn't have to do a cognitive test on, I think it was people over 75 running for president. Is, is that not what she said? Like, something along those lines. Yeah. It was something, but it's like, why? If you, know, if you can't do it, you can't do it. Otherwise, you'd have done it. That's, that's the way I look at it. Um, but I don't think he's going to be the guy. I don't think he's capable of being the guy. He was the guy, in theory, but I don't think he's going to be. I know who's running in 2024. Who you got? Michelle Obama. You think so? I, I, I really think so. I, think I mean, it's the Hail Mary. It's, it's, the, it's the golden ticket. I, 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 think, I think she's waiting in the wind, seeing how it plays out, see if anyone's willing to challenge Biden. He, he ticks all the boxes. Yes, he does. Big Mike definitely does. <laughs> so, yeah, I would say if no one ends up primarying him, even though I think what's-her-face is, Marianne Williamson is already announced that she's going to sit back, and then when Biden finally implodes and embarrasses himself, she's going to come out of the woodwork. Maybe even Hillary Clinton might come out of the woodwork. So yeah, the the two. If Biden doesn't run, which I think you think he might, just because it would be entertaining and I don't know. But if 70. he decides not to run, it's going to be between Michelle Obama or Hillary Clinton. Seventy percent in December of twenty twenty two. Seventy percent of the people said they don't want him to run again. Yeah, but those this, those same people will vote for him. I had terrible headaches. Anyway. All right. And I had uh, these terrible headaches. Was diagnosed with having a. a uh, anyway, they had to take the top of my head off a couple times. <laughs> See if I had a brain. See if you had a brain. They don't. They shouldn't have to do that, right? Jill said that doesn't have to happen. I still think that you know they put a show on during the whole. Kevin McCarthy vote. I really feel like the na the name's escaping me. Maybe it's because I've had a, have had a, a drink. The the minority leader. The minority leader for the Democrats in the House. Hakeem Jeffries. Hakeem Jeffries. That was a setup. The whole speech was like he just got anointed as the actual speaker. Uh, they showed that they're in lockstep. He checks boxes of identity politics. I mean, at this point. Can anybody say Pete Buttigieg can, can be anything remotely uh, comparative to a, comparable to a actual success story? Can, can you? Trains derailing every day. He doesn't show up. And instead of even talking about it, he's talking about uh, equity the training and, and diverse, diversity training. So Pete Buttigieg, not... Not going to do it. He's not going to cut it. Everyone's calling for his resignation. It, in general, it's a mess. Um, he checked a lot of boxes. He broke down a lot of walls, and it showed everybody. It was a great, it's a great way to know that if the only reason you're hired is because you check boxes, if you're a man, trans, gay, woman, whatever the, the box that is needed to be checked. He's if, not going near any boxes. That's true. And if, if, if that's the reason you got your job... 
That's why you, you, you're going to find out that the whole company is going to go fucking belly up. I mean, at this point, you don't get jobs because you, you have diversity. I don't care if the entire White House has not one white person in it, if they're all great at their job and the country's thriving. That's how that works. Try to learn it. You, you racists out there. God, there's so many racist people. It's insane. Well, thank you, panel. We've, we've had it, we've had it, we've had some groundbreaking moments here uh, at, our, at our Green Dragon Tavern on Staten Island. Frank, thank you for joining us. Jeff, Adrian, thank everybody, you. this is the first episode of the Patriot Panel, and it is the uh, one of many to come. So we will see you next week on Sons and Daughters of Liberty Radio. This is the Patriot Panel. In 2021, when they came for my career, I said, absolutely not. I'm not going to just sit there and let this happen and lay down and die. Instead, I fought back. I networked with people through New York City and from around the world, the world got a lot smaller. People were standing up as governments were becoming tyrannical and we didn't give an inch. There was a group of us that just would not give an inch. And those people are the sons and daughters of liberty. That's why we call this podcast and this radio station of podcasts that. Because that is exactly what we are. We will pursue happiness and we will not give an inch to the government. So if you feel like this sounds like you, the gear that you wear should represent it. Hit up sonsanddaughtersofliberty.world. And use code PODCAST for 17.76% off of your order. That's right, 1776. And guess what, guys? We have t-shirts, hoodies, flags, single-sided, double-sided flags that have been seen at Parliament the night before Justin Trudeau weaponized his government against his people. They've been in Australia. They've been throughout the United States. They've been in front of Bill de Blasio's home throughout New York City. This is the sign that we will not go away. So be a badass and pick one up today, and our small business will send them your way. Thanks.